0: Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know, y'all better ask. Had on, on suit on. looking like the cap dog. Giving the money. Oh, like the million bucks, bucks. Things in it's cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah. listening to me. Mm-hmm.
1: Turn
2: them out. Turn them out. Turn them Come on, Steve. Come on, your thing, Big Daddy. Uh huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. God being good to me, man, I can't explain it all, really. Hey, um, you know, I want, I want to remind everybody of something that I need reminding of myself all the time. And um, I'm, 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 uh, I'm dealing with a couple of things now, and I had to remind myself. Uh, you know what I have to remember? I have to constantly remind myself to stay in constant communication with God, constant communication with God. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, I have a tendency, and maybe we do all as people, I don't know, but I know for me, that when it's going okay, I slack up in sometimes having conversations with him because I'm not coming to him on a daily with something that's pressing or something. And I find myself slacking up in the communication. Uh, The danger I have learned in that is this. Um, I I think, you know, I mean, we've all heard old people say, you know, you got to stay prayed up, you know, and, you know, prayed up means, you know, you, you got some stored up. You just got an abundance of them where you you're putting it in because what happens is, is when you're not in constant communication with God, when you're not constantly praying, doing those good times that allows for the enemy to slip in and do the little things that can be upsetting. And then the next thing you know it, you get several little things in a a row. Now you got an issue you're dealing with. You know, I have to remind myself when it's going like that, man, have I really been praying though? Have I really been in constant communication with God? Because you know, that that helps God against that little bitty stuff coming in. Sometimes it's big stuff, sometimes it's major stuff. But I've noticed, man, that when I get on a a more of a smooth plane in life, I have a tendency to slack up in that department. And that ain't the time to slack up. I'm, I'm really learning that I have to stay in constant communication with God because it enables me to ward off those little things coming up that can get in the way. And so I just wanted to make you aware of that as I'm learning it myself. That uh, staying prayed up is important, that you try to stock prayers, you know, you try to, you know, have some prayers in the bank, so to speak, and just constant communication with him because it'll just safeguard you against a lot of stuff backdooring you. You know, I just wanted to make sure you understood that because on your journey, it's going to be many obstacles. I've said this 100 times on the show, the road to success is always under construction. I say that all the time and it's to to let you understand that it's not going to be easy but we can make it more difficult than it has to be you know when you go out strike out on the journey you know uh let's say i got in my car let's say i'm in new york and i get in my car and i say i'm going to la i know if i drive west and continue to drive west eventually I should get to California or I may wind up in uh, Portland or Seattle or something like that. But if I drive West, I'm going to eventually get to the West Coast. Now. Wouldn't it be smarter, though? If I mapped out the route. Which saved me a bunch of driving I don't need and figuring that I don't have to calculate. When you know the way to go, you know, if you know you want to cut cross on the 20 or you want to cut cross on the 70 or you want to cut cross on the 10, you know, you you, you got to devise a route. Now, if I want to go visit some people I know, then I know I got to I need to go down. You know, I might go through Ohio, come down on the 80, then get on 71 and take that all the way down to the 10, and then ride across. Or I might take it to the 20, cut through Texas, and then and, and then let it link back up on the 10. I know a lot of different ways, but guess what? The best way is to map it out. You can go anywhere, but if you go with a map, it's more precise. You save yourself a lot of time. And that's what prayer has taught me, that, when I, that if I continuously pray, that I stay in a prepared mode. I have more idea of where I'm going. I'm more secure with my route. If you just take off driving, heading west, yeah, you'll eventually get to the west coast if you out east, but guess what though? Had you mapped it out, you can see when you veering off, you may stop, come out, and not be paying attention. Next thing you know, you're on a route and you're going another way. You're going north when you could easily still be going west. You've got to constantly be aware of that. And I'm just pointing that out to you because I know that on your journey, a lot of times you get sidetracked. And part of the ways we get sidetracked is we lose out on that very uh, the very beneficial resource of prayer. We lose out. we Our connection with God gets strained. The thicker you can keep the cord connected to God if you thin out your communication with God And instead of having a big, thick cable, now you're dealing with a little thread. You know, a cable is stronger than thread. And so it just decreases uh, your opportunity. And so, you know, I wanted to just make you aware of that. And, uh, you know, to ever be encouraging to say to everybody out there, and just keep your head up, it is going to be dark days for you. There are going to be situations where it's going to be daunting and hard to face. But man, oh man, oh man, everybody has to face these challenges. Everybody, it get dark sometimes. You know, look, if you didn't lose, if you didn't lose, you wouldn't even appreciate winning. Because if it all went your way all the time, do you know how complacent and content and, and how easy life would be if it just went your way all the time? So when it kept going your way, you wouldn't even appreciate it because guess what? It's been going this way the whole time. So what life does is it has its checks and balances. These hard times are coming and you need the hard times to appreciate the good times. You need the clouds and you need the rain to appreciate the sun and the flowers. It's just when it comes to prayer, though, just stay prayed up. Stay constant with it. Because the challenges of life are coming, whether you prayed up or not, they're coming. Understand that. You could pray every day, all day. When you get through praying every day, all day, something going to happen to you that's going to be challenging. Now, I would rather have been in communication with God on a regular than wait to every time something pop off to have to go to and reintroduce myself, okay? I was over a little, little, little around the board with it today. But that's how it came to me, so there it is. I ain't mad at it. Y'all have a great day. We're going to have a good one today. Let's go.
3: You're listening Listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the morning show. It's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We are all here accounted for and present. Uh, I would like to say good morning. Uh, If you're not having a good morning, then get to having a good morning because there could be no morning at all. How about that? That's the option. Good morning, or no morning at all. I'm gonna go with the good morning. However, it's going, it's better than no morning at all. Let the church say, "Man, amen, amen, amen Amen again,
0: amen Amen. again." All right. So, what's happening, crew? How y'all feeling today? What? All good, like you said. Get to having a good morning out the gate. Let's go. I love
4: fall. Beautiful. It's not sweater weather. It's yes, a little
0: fallish way. in
2: LA right now. A little fallish, but not mm-hmm. really.
4: What is it, like 90 there? <laughs> yeah, a little fall. It's got yeah. a little cool, little, cool awesome. front. What, 80,
2: yeah. 85? Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's, it's a little cool right now. It, it'll 82. get a little bit better today, like mm-hmm. just up to 70. But in LA, that's yes. like cool weather. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, yeah. Steve, how did the dentist go?
2: I don't like the dentist show. <laughs> Oh, wow. I don't care if it's this man at all. He's a very nice guy, oh, uh, but, uh, you know, I'm never glad to see him. You uh-huh. <laughs> always have this, you should come more often. Well, I ain't. You know, we quit talking about that. <laughs> you and, you know, I, you know, like why you would I come somewhere that I don't enjoy and come more often to not enjoy? That <laughs> don't make no damn sense to me. Quit asking me.
4: Because you have to take care of your teeth.
2: I'm taking care of them. Just do what you got to do. When you see them, you see something wrong, just go ahead. You told me the other day, you taking wonderful care of your teeth. You have tartar on the one back tooth. I don't like sticking my toothbrush back there. I <laughs> gag. <laughs> now, I come in worse. here for you to prop my mouth open with them things, and you go back there and you get it. <laughs> I stick my toothbrush back there, and I gag. We stops this. <laughs> he
5: got to earn his money,
2: huh? Yeah. Yeah, what you want me to do? Right, I, I can do all
4: that. while I'm coming in here? No, he as <laughs>
2: soon as I figure out how not to gag, you lost me, partner.
4: Has he ever said stop your whining to you? Has he ever said that?
2: No, cause my wife, I cuss a lot. Sure, <laughs> My wife came in there and tapped me on the neck. She said, "Steve, they can hear you out here. Okay." Um, and the
5: line- it don't
2: take all that to go heavily, to the I dentist. But you know, I was heavily, I was heavily on it. That that Monday appointment was rough. I was heavily medicated, so no filter at all. What were you saying when day? you woke say. up say oral surgery? I mean, you know, you know, your lip, you can't feel your lips. They give you water, run all down your shirt. <laughs> you, know, you feel like a fool. You know, that I, little I napkin,
1: know. that little napkin around your neck don't oh, catch Oh, that you. napkin. <laughs> that's my, my napkin <laughs> drenched. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Plus, when you have big lips and they numb, what? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it just feel like man. It feel like they just God, dog. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's told me, Mr. Harvey, we cannot give you any more Novocaine. Okay, well you you gotta give me some. <laughs> oh, oh,
5: you getting about the
2: gym? I pay. Oh, this whole I thing pay. over with, partner. Oh, what else you got back there? You should work there and get something out that drawer. <laughs> How all many right many times
4: you go a year, dog?
3: Coming up. <laughs> Coming up in 32
4: minutes after the hour, Ask the CLO Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO. This one is from Karna in Ohio. Chief Love Officer, they're writing to you. Karna says, I've been casually dating a guy for three months, and we went to dinner last night, and his daughter joined us. She's 15, and she's usually got a very bad attitude. I was very embarrassed by her lack of manners for our waitress, and her father didn't say a word. I asked her to please be respectful of others, and she looked at me and told me to watch my mouth. Her father laughed at first and then told her to watch her mouth. This was all he said. I left, and I stopped talking to him. He's saying I overreacted. Did I?
2: No, you didn't. (laughs) No, you didn't. You didn't overreact. He underreacted. And it's because of his... Uh, the way he's dealing with stuff, you have the result of this. This 15-year-old mannish, ill-mannered, no manner-having child. And that's so you have to make a decision. And so do you want to get yeah. involved in this? Because don't look like you finna turn up. You watch your mouth. I'm going to tell you, 15 years old. Little
3: girl. 15?
2: Hey, come on. <laughs> come on, let's go he to the powder that was room cute. together.
0: <laughs> Yeah, she thought it was cute. That's
2: right. Mm-hmm. I'd invited her yeah. to the power. She really room. did. Mm
0: hmm. Would so you say,
2: All right. Yeah, because you know, women go to the bathroom. We're moving yeah. on. Women go
0: to the bathroom? Come on. Mm
2: hmm. Mm-hmm. Get you a sucker pot, though. <laughs> ain't
5: nobody potty.
2: Yeah.
5: <laughs> All right, here we go. Lydia
4: in Boston says I'm dating a man that's way too comfortable in his own skin. He loves to walk around the house naked or he'll be in his boxers if company comes over. In the beginning, he used to shave and wear clothes around me. It's one thing to see his belly in the bedroom, but I don't want to have breakfast with it or have it staring at me from the couch. I don't feel comfortable sitting on his furniture anymore because it grosses me out to think his bare butt was on it. How can I get him to change his bare, naked way? Hey,
2: put some clothes on and walk around like you decent. I'm going to quit coming over here. Look, ladies, please take note of your power you can get him to change this all you have to do is make that a requirement if you want me to keep coming over here you got to quit walking around here naked show some respect Mm -hmm. and then company over you just in your damn draw and obviously he ain't that fine he ain't that fine but he think he is (laughs) aren't we familiar with that
0: tommy hey
1: man i done told y'all no. Let me let me dial it back, okay.
0: Did he sigh?
1: Let me, dial Did he? Let me, let me just dial it back, cause I'm Did not going oh. he
4: doesn't like, you know, he
1: thinks he's cute. What is it? No, it's just, I'm not, uh, Julian Steve is ugly, okay? And they want everybody to be ugly with <laughs> him. And I'm just not gonna join the bandwagon. So move on. I,
5: I wasn't saying that, I was just asking you a question like, are you familiar with that? But you take it personally, so I mm-hmm.
2: didn't even- because if you throw a rock in a pack of dogs, <laughs> one to holler is the one you hit. I, I didn't go that way. Why, we way always talking
1: about these, why are we always talking about these dogs? Who, who's throwing rocks at these dogs? Why are they doing it? <laughs> I think who,
2: there are three ugly people on this show. I'm one of them. Three non-attractive
1: people. I, I'm not. My, I would be who, very who careful that, with Steve? that statement, Tommy. So you, Jay, and Junior, evidently, because it's not me. Oh, excuse me. There's Whoa. four. Whoa! Whoa! My bad.
2: Whoa! I was just looking Dude. at the zoom we on oh, now. Man, <laughs> hey. Hey, boy, you do see your face in this zoom, don't you?
4: All right. This CLO ain't nobody got no problem with Ain't nobody got no problem with
2: Mississippi. <laughs> ain't nobody got no problem with Shirley. The pro- look at you. Mm. Thank mm.
5: you. Dumb. All
2: right, moving on. Back up, you're too close. You're
1: <laughs> you know what? I think we should God. take a survey. I really do. We should have people just writing yeah, in and let us really know. We should really have a survey. The Let's audience. take a survey. Okay. Yes.
4: All right. <clears throat> moving on. In um, uh, Sly in Terrell, Texas says, "My wife's family is a bunch of drunks, and I'm sick of them drinking up my liquor and beer every weekend. So I started putting out cheap liquor and hiding my good stuff." My wife told me that it's low down to do that, and she went and pulled out my good liquor while they watched the games this weekend. She even wow. joked with them about me hiding the liquor. I went off on her later on, and she laughed in my face. She told me to calm down. It's not that serious. How do I get my wife to respect my rules? Hmm, interesting. Uh, this,
0: why, why, why did you it It's a, a
2: liquor argument. do how this got turned into a rule. They drinking
0: up the crown They drinking up the goods
2: Dog I mean Oh wait Well, let me ask you a question Maybe I don't know the difference between good liquor and
1: cheap liquor
2: What's what is What do he have you no, don't wait. want nobody to yeah. drink
1: <laughs> your, yeah. your, What you got at your spot Is completely different from what he got At yeah,
2: his
4: spot you have, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay get that's that why I'm you know, trying you know, you this, this ain't for yeah. you yeah. But still oh, okay. just compare it to that Okay, like
2: that. okay, like give me an example of It'll what be your cheap favorite brand would of
0: Scotch, drink. your 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 most favorite brand of Scotch.
2: Okay, uh, Glenn Levitt McCallum.
0: They ain't got
2: that.
1: McCallum, he ain't got no McCallum. No. They ain't got that. Ain't they got ain't got. So how would you well, feel? Yeah, if people came over McCallum. and was
0: just casually drinking it Good. all up. Mm-mm.
1: They drunk his
0: crown. Uh, yeah, whatever That's what it is, is on his level. And
2: what? So now and and so he want to put out what? If they drank his crown, he want them to drink what?
0: Christian, yeah, I mean brothers. Brand Christian
2: brothers.
1: brothers. That's <laughs> about yeah. right. That's about yeah. right. Cheaper brand. Yeah. a <laughs> yeah. Canadian. Canadian <Yeah>. Wizard. <laughs> yeah. Tell yeah. my daddy Way drink. down there.
2: Yeah. Way down uh, there. Well, my daddy. Well, get a pint of that for three dollars. Yeah. Yeah. They called it a fifth. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. oh yeah. So they're having you an
4: see argument his point. about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Uh, how do you get him to respect so how does he your get his rules? Wife? Well, I think his wife has to be considerate of the fact, you know, yeah. uh, that that's what you buy for yourself, and she has to respect that. You know, I think my wife would respect that. You know, if that yeah, was my that rules, I mean, she got to stop all that laughing and just go, "Hey, hold on, wait a minute." You that's know? money.
0: That's
4: expensive. Yeah, you know. Calm down and all oh, that. Oh, let's
2: have B-Y-B. All right, bring your bottle. I don't give a damn if it is your own or not.
4: As (laughs) long as it ain't mine. Right.
3: Nephew coming up next,
4: run that prank back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. With all the trade-offs of personal information and privacy you have to make to get what you want online these days, it's easy to be a little unsafe. Now it's easy to help protect yourself. Norton 360 with LifeLock gives you device security, a VPN to keep your Wi-Fi activity private, and identity theft protection all in one. No one can prevent all identity theft, but you can opt in to cyber safety and save 25% or more off your first year at Norton.com slash Harvey. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And in trending headlines, Trump's statement regarding the passing of General Colin Powell is the most disrespectful thing we've ever heard. He's the lowest. We all know that. Speaking of Trump... Halloween came early for Kanye. Did you see his mask? Uh we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour, but right now the nephew is here with run that prank back. Nephew, what are you serving for us I today? Got tired the kind of ignorance Kanye is on I the plate.
1: real the tired of Kanye. But let me I'm sorry. The name of the prank <laughs> is Colorful Adoptions. Colorful Adoptions. Let's go.
6: Hello, I'm trying to reach a Valerie, Valerie
7: um, This is she.
6: Uh, hi, Valerie, listen, my name is Kadeem. I'm from adoptions. I'm giving you a call. Uh, I'm sure you're aware that we're coming by tomorrow, and, and uh, we're great. first of all, I wanted to say thank you for being a part of, um, of this adoption thing for Black History. We really greatly appreciate what you're doing. We want you what? to know that we um, have you scheduled tomorrow that we're gonna drop two Caucasian kids off uh, at your household and uh hello you're
7: gonna drop them off at my house
6: right right uh are are you familiar with what's going on with colorful no. adoptions uh, no no okay let me well wait a minute hang on you, your name has been submitted to us that you are volunteering to take in two Caucasian kids here during black history month and you're going to teach them as much as you can about black history for a week they're going to be with you for seven days uh, how many rooms do you have in your apartment so we can make sure that the kids have adequate space? Okay,
7: can you tell me who submitted my name?
6: Uh, ma'am, can you tell me uh, do you guys have a back door so that, you know, there's an, as an a- access uh, okay, front where entrance and back entrance? I'm sorry?
7: Where are you calling from
6: again? I am calling from <laughs> adoptions. But I, what okay. I do need to know is I do need to know will the kids have transportation, do you have a vehicle? that is definitely yours no,
7: the, kid, that, the kids won't have transportation i'm sorry you're asking me no who are you again and,
6: my, my name is Kadeem, ma'am i'm calling for okay. adoptions
7: okay and who submitted my who submitted my information ma'am to do me you have was,
6: adequate space to accommodate the children
7: no who submitted my name to you to say that i was going to take two more two more what's ma'am i'm name? asking okay.
6: you do you have adequate space and do you are you going to be having enough food to You know for the food for the kids. To be, I know uh,
7: because I have three children. I'm trying to feed these three over here And no, I don't have enough food to feed two more children now. You're calling me and who gave you my information?
6: Ma'am, I'm gonna ask you another time How many bedrooms do you have in your apartment unit so we can make sure that the, sh- the kids are accommodated pr- uh,
7: properly? No, no, don't bring any kids to my house. I don't I don't care. No, what color they are and what you need Who submitted my information to you?
6: Okay, ma'am let me ask you something. How long have you uh, how long have you been on your job?
7: Okay. Um, What the? I don't know. Hell no. Nah.
6: I mean, you, your name has been submitted by. Uh, okay,
7: what But f- say that's. Not, I'm not interested. You know what will happen if you drop two kids off, two white kids off in my house?
6: Uh, n- no, ma'am, I don't.
7: Oh no, nah, we're not No. Nah. That's okay. I don't have time. I work ten hours a day. I don't have time for that. You know, it's okay. You can drop their... Wa- you, uh, you know what's going to happen to them if you drop them off, or they're a- going to be right where you dropped them off at when you come back to get them next week.
6: Okay, okay, ma'am, right Mark, I Mark, have you... Uh, somebody has submitted your name that you don't mind volunteering. to take No, no, children. you can
7: take them to the a- who submitted my name. Take them to that. A- I don't need them. Okay. I don't need them. I work 10 hours a day. Take them to whoever submits. How about you take them? I'm, so
6: ma'am, I'm, I work for the agency, ma'am. I'm i I'm here to try and get these kids a, a great place to get uh, educated. I and... oh,
7: no, that's okay. I'm not even say no about uh, it. No. No, thank you. And whoever told you this, take them, to, take them to that I have three children of my own I'm taking care of. Who
6: uh, the will tell you that ma'am, i i i i don't know uh, exactly who submitted your name all i know is that that they said that you would be good as far as taking care well, of you, children and, and teaching them about black kids
7: to them who told you that
6: uh, sh- ma'am i don't you know I, like i said i'm I'm working here at <laughs> adoptions and i'm, I'm yeah, you know, i
7: don't know who you work for and i have three kids of my own. i work 10 hours a day that's the i'm teaching about
6: black history month okay now. i mean is it is it is it a problem teaching two more children and, and two Caucasian children who probably don't know as much about Black history?
7: It is a problem. I work ten hours a day. I got three I'm trying to feed on my own. What are you? What? You need to take them children to that Who told you to bring them to me? How about that?
6: Ma'am, I I, I don't know. I'm not at liberty to give out the names on who exactly submitted your name.
7: I want the name of the black Who told you to bring some kids to my I, I don't even care that the kid's wife. Who, I want the name of the that told you that. That's what I, I
6: want. I, I, ma'am, I don't have their names in front of me. I don't. Who
7: the, the f- f- told you to bring these two kids to my house? Ma'am, I,
6: like I said, I don't know who told me that. All I know is we're scheduled to drop them off at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning.
7: Oh, uh, what kind of this? they come there after when you come back to get them? I didn't sign up for any more kids. Who the f- give me the name of the person who told you to bring me to
6: I don't have the name in front of me, and, and actually, I'm not uh, at liberty to, to let you know who submitted your name. All I know oh. is Miss Kelsey to drive two kids off at 10 o'clock
7: tomorrow. Did you not hear what the f- I've been asking you? Who the f- signed me up to bring two white kids? I don't even have a problem with the kids being white. They could be Mexican, Asian. That's not the point. Who the f- gave you my information? I don't
6: I you know who submitted your name. I don't
7: know that. Oh, no. You got to know who gave you my information because they know been to my
6: house. All I know is, ma'am, I'm scheduled to bring those kids over there at 10 o'clock in the morning, okay?
7: Oh, that's... Who the f*** told you that? Hey, don't bring no kids to my house. I don't even care if they wait. Just don't bring two more kids to my f- house. Period. Period. I will see
6: you in the morning, Miss Valerie. Okay? In the morning, b- I have one more thing I need to tell you about tomorrow. Are you listening? F- you. Are you listening?
7: Yes, I'm listening. You say whatever the f***. You have to say to me right
6: now. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your co worker named. <laughs> oh,
7: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I got these three kids, and one of them, Daddy, ain't. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I thought you were. Daddy, <laughs> 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 you alright?
6: I'm all right. <laughs> all right, Valerie, I got one more thing to ask you. What is, what is the baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The
1: every morning soap. <laughs> there it is. Stupid, stupid. That's me. That's me right there. I get it. All day, every day, just a nice little <laughs> teaspoon of stupid for you. That's all I want to do. Give it to you nice and clean, okay? We finna drop these white kids off over there to, to tomorrow morning at 10, I'm telling you. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you. She didn't care about the race. It was the quantity. <laughs> quantity. <laughs> <No> <laughs> I, got three, I got
1: three I got three, and one of them daddy ain't blank, okay? Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going through a lot over here right now. <laughs> okay. She was not having it. Big ups to all the single mamas out there. All yes. the single mothers. Big ups to you, baby. Y'all be doing it big. You mama, you daddy, you uncle, you everybody.
4: All right, nephew, thank you. Coming up next, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. According to CNN, roughly just 48 hours after the death of General Colin Powell, Trump proved again that he truly doesn't have any empathy, grace, or common decency. Any common decency. Here is Trump's disrespectful, classless statement. He said, Wonderful to see Colin Powell, who made big mistakes on Iraq and famously so called weapons of mass destruction, be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media. Hope that happens to me someday. <sighs> oh, it will.
1: <laughs> oh, it will. <laughs> How about tomorrow? I'm, so, I'm yeah. sorry, I can't say that. He was a
4: classic <laughs> rhino. <laughs> if even that always being the first to attack other Republicans. He made plenty of mistakes, but anyway, may he rest in peace. That was his complete statement. Oh, that's
1: how uh, he
2: buttoned I, it? I, oh,
4: I, have, I
0: mean, I have... that's the bottom see.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised wow. at all. No. The shocking part of this wow. mm-hmm. is that over 70 million Americans want this God. as their president will accept this as their leader and ain't got no problem with him being how he is over wow. 70 million voters voted for this
3: mm-hmm.
2: voted for the comment about the women on the bus with billy bush that time
3: yeah.
2: uh, They ain't got no problem with banning muslim travel ain't got no problem with the wall ain't no problem with the denying the DACA. And just over and over, constant statements of glaring racism. Ain't got no problem with nothing he does, man. He
4: could never be the leader Colin Powell was. Never. This is the
2: sickness that we have. Now, 78 million people voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. That's a total of 148 million people who voted round about that number. There's only 354 million Americans on earth, so which means half, a little less than half were able to vote, because some people are not of voting age, but they're still counted in the 354 million. And then you got some people who are old and don't vote, and you got some people who are of voting age and they ignorant ass don't vote. Mm. So when you look at that number, that's an alarming number of people. And for him to say something like this, having been president and talking about mm-hmm. being the twenty twenty four candidate, mm-hmm.
0: and this and is this is a statement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a statement you re- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you re- right. released. Yeah, you and say this is going down
2: in history. <laughs> he said it out loud. Oh, yes, it
0: is. Yeah, he said it. Mm-hmm. And you know, something, you can, can I bring
2: it. up another subject? All these people who are uh, disregarding all of these uh, subpoenas to come in and talk about the January 6th uprising. Steve
4: Bannon and Mm -hmm. and all of them.
2: How how can you do that? If you get a subpoena and you don't come to court, they come and get you and bring you to court. How are these people allowed to not just sure. constantly mm-hmm. ignore these subpoenas. I don't
4: yeah, know. Some of them are invoking uh, privilege, certain, you know, privilege. Levels. Ain't no
2: privileges. He's not you the citizen. president anymore. I know, I know. Ain't
5: no privileges. I know
2: that. And mm-hmm. that's what they're saying, too, because now they're saying that he's invoking privileges. He said, but that's just a, the, all the lawyers are saying that's a waste of time because mm-hmm. you're
4: no longer the enough. president. Right. All right. Well, anyway, what, yeah. what a horrible mm-hmm. thing to say. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve, let's move on.
8: It is time now, now for headlines.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp.
8: Thank you very much, everybody. Here we go. In Washington, the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol Hill insurrection, since you guys are just talking about that, they voted unanimously to hold former White House advisor Scott Bannon in contempt of Congress for refusing to cooperate with the subpoena and provide testimony and documents demanded by the legislators. And both committee chair Benny Thompson and Republican vice chair Liz Cheney say everybody knows what's going on here.
2: We believe Mr. Bannon has information relevant to our pro- and we'll use the tools at our disposal to get that information.
8: Almost every one of my colleagues knows in your hearts that what happened on January 6th was profoundly wrong. Nevertheless, most Republicans continue to follow Donald Trump's lead and oppose the committee's probe. The admitted Parkland, Florida high school killer, Nicholas Cruz, went before Judge Elizabeth Sherr yesterday, uh, the judge then laid out his options after he took a plea, took a plea deal, basically, instead of going to court. That's Nicholas Cruz. Prosecutors say that Cruz shot and killed 17 students and staff members at Marjorie Stoneman uh, High School on Valentine's Day in 2018. And this is the judge. The
9: best case scenario for you is a term of the rest of your life in Florida State Prison. Do you understand? Yes, ma'am. And do you understand the maximum penalty is death?
8: Yes, ma'am. Well, now the 23-year-old Cruz had been expelled from that school a year earlier before the massacre. But authorities say this guy had a history of violent behavior dating back to preschool. His uh, plea comes with no promise of leniency. So the state's going to reportedly pursue the death penalty against Nicholas Cruz during the sentencing phase of this case. Okay, get this, football fans. Check this out. The NFL is going to propose changes, they say, to their billion-dollar concussion settlement process in the wake of the hue and cry over a racist practice that treated black players who are retired differently than white ones. Officials at the NFL say they're ready to change their cognitive test to determine whether former players are eligible for settlements due to head trauma suffered while playing. Apparently, the league's been using a test called race norming, which assumed that black players started out with lower cognitive function, (laughs) get that from, which then made it more difficult for retired black players to show they'd suffered from mental damage as a result of their time in the league. A federal judge is going to review the newly developed procedure. Can you get that? Okay. Today's finally Be Grateful Day. Thank you for letting me be myself. Gotta be thankful. Every day you wake up on this side of God's earth. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so we've been hearing about Dr. Dre's divorce for you know several months now, quite a while. It's been messy. We do know that, uh, extremely contentious. Well, something happened Monday that punctuates that bitterness. A process server for his ex-wife attempted to serve him with legal documents at the cemetery where he buried his grandmother. Now, this is according to TMZ. There's a dispute over where exactly Dre was confronted by the process server. Uh, Sources connected to TMZ say uh, a process server came up to him at the burial site as Dre was standing by his grandma's casket and tried serving him. What? (laughs) That's horrible. (laughs) Sources connected to his ex-wife say um, that Dre was served in the cemetery's parking lot after the burial cemetery. At the I, I think the point is, <laughs> does it matter? It was still at the burial. I mean,
5: forget the casket. On that yeah. day, yeah. right, It the was timing. still at
4: the burial, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have it's a right trifling.
1: to whip your ass on that, though? Do I have uh, a right yeah. to do that? Yeah. Okay.
4: Well, okay.
2: Well, okay. okay. I promise you, if I'm Why grieving not? and you come up to me, I ain't, I ain't who you think I am. This ain't finna be fairly few. That's I'm telling funny. you right now, man, if I'm grieving, you can't come to me. You can't serve me, somebody I love. At the funeral you can't serve me no. not parents.
4: at the parking lot not next to the casket no. not on the burial surely ground.
1: that's not what the ex-wife wanted is, is to be served on that day hold on. Hold on. Well, well they got they to get sources. the
2: information
5: hold on they got it they, how they know about the funeral that's what hello I'm yeah mm. Hi. hello Hi. where they get that from you know, no, you know, that's the purpose pretty low, that's that's pretty
1: low man that's yeah, pretty uh, low yeah
4: it yeah. really is that is low. that's bad yeah, I mean, and next to the casket or on the parking lot, I just don't see what difference it makes. Well, you can't. A, a it goes really back to Junior that yeah.
1: They're going to need another casket. That's no, that's what
4: they're going to need. They're going to need another. casket. No, but no, I'm going to tell you get, something right now. The, the server sheriff. the
1: server got a
2: real
4: problem with me. Yeah, the casket may be for him. If my <laughs> grandmother
5: server. died, though, and you <laughs> bring <laughs> a, 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 a warrant or notice up to the front of the casket, and my cousins, they all got records, you're not fin, the, man. You gonna be the. You gonna be in the next plot.
4: Yeah. Well, okay. Why were these papers more so important that they had to be served on that day at the funeral? You asked. That
1: makes no sense. That well, does. they involved.
4: That. They involved payment of Nicole's attorney's fees. Now you know that could have waited.
1: <laughs> Her attorney's Absolutely, fee that
4: could have waited the All next right. day. That yeah, that could have. <laughs>
0: Say cool, Nicole. So, the so what do you cool. do now?
5: Uh, do you just refuse to make the payment on time now?
2: Well, I'm I'm finna play with him now.
4: Yeah, yeah, because there you was know. a dispute over how much he was supposed to pay. Well, so. I may
2: have I may have to pay you, but we finna oh. all. Yeah. See, here's the deal.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You can't go to jail for not paying a bill. Now you can go to jail for disobeying a court order. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. you can. But you can't go to jail. The only bill you can go to jail for, for not paying is the IRS.
4: Your ass is gone. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play with them. <laughs> we'll be back with more of the Steve Don't play Harvey with Morning them, Show. y'all. That's
2: not who you want to play with.
4: Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning
4: Show. Wow. Charles Barkley is speaking out. He had a lot to say and this to say about Kyrie Irving, uh, his vaccination issue. Take a listen to Chuck.
10: First of all, you don't get the vaccine for yourself, you get it for other people. No, I'm not saying, no, hold on, gonna... I want, you said your piece, no, I'm okay. saying, i I didn't listen, say you do I, I got vaccinated, I can't wait to get the booster, I don't, you don't get vaccinated just for yourself. Like Adam said, you get vaccinated for your family first, you get vaccinated for your teammates second, things like that. That's what bothers me about this whole thing, I think everybody should get vaccinated. The only, and then let me tell you something, I really am proud of the Nets for putting their foot down, uh, for saying, no, we're not going to deal with this half on, half on, half off. The only thing that bugged me, he's still going to make $17 million sitting at home. I wish they could find a way, if he wants to go on this thing, like, you know, people say he's like Ali. First of all, don't ever compare anybody to Ali. Ali went three years without boxing. He was the highest paid athlete in the world. This guy gonna make $17 million for sitting at home. But to every person out there, you don't get vaccinated just for yourself.
1: I'm with you, Charles. Man, come on, Charles. I'm with you, Morgan. <laughs> oh, Who is he on, talking Mark.
2: to is what I wonder. He, he was on the panel way. with Kenny.
0: Shaq and Ernie, Ernie. and Kenny.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I didn't know he was still making $17 at the house. I didn't know that yeah. but no, Wow.
0: That,
5: that's not the point. <laughs> He, he made the point. You get vaccinated for, for your family. You get vaccinated then people for your you work teammates. With. The people yeah. you work with.
1: Oh, well.
4: Exactly. I'm tired of And he didn't do that. Ky- uh, didn't
1: Kyrie do that. and Kanye have gotten on my narrative this week. I'm just, <laughs> the two Ks. K. two Ks. <laughs> I, can't, I, just, I can't take no more, man. Just what? His name what, is Yay
4: Tommy. It's, it's, it's Kanye. I'm it's not Jay. going
1: with all that. It's Yay. Yeah. Legally, it's Kanye. Hey, you <laughs> it's They're on your nerves <laughs> Change your name We got to remember Where the hell you stay All oh, that It's just too much man
4: Now he's walking around With a rubber mask On his face A that's white cool. rubber that's mask That's cool dude It's
2: hard I already don't like These masks we got to wear I'm not putting another one on mm. Okay And that <laughs> one
4: looks so scary too No no he, The one no, he, no, he wears this, this, No that ain't But scary. do you
0: guys agree with Charles uh, I
4: agree
2: Marcus. with Charles 100% 100% yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah, need, man. see, everybody, I need more research. I need, I need proof that they don't work. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I don't have
2: that. Right. And I've yeah. seen it firsthand from people very, very close to me yeah. that if they had not been vaccinated, what could have happened? I just talked to my dentist about it, and he was thanking God he had been vaccinated. Oh, he had yeah. to quarantine anyway because he's a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. But he had no symptoms. It was He didn't have to go to the hospital. I've had somebody close to me spent over two weeks in the hospital and every day said, Man, I swear to God, I wish I had got this vaccine, dog. Man. Every mm-hmm. day.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, hurt and me seriously
2: up. was talking about he thought he was gonna check up out of here. I don't I don't know what y'all want. I'm telling you the vaccines. I'm I got the vaccine. So all y'all I got Yeah. And
4: got and, that. and like we said yesterday, Steve, don't try to throw General Colin Powell in the mix because he was fully vaccinated and got COVID and passed away. General Powell was dealing with cancer, and don't forget, he was 84 years old as well, you know? With Parkinson, yeah. t- as well. Yeah. Immune mean, cancer, yes, okay. I mean, the immune system was compromised. Cancer is
2: nothing but a battle against your immune system. So yeah. y'all trying to use that one example is why yeah. you shouldn't. All right, this is all so the wrong one.
4: Okay, come
2: on. I'm taking the vaccination, and I'm using two Vs. If you don't get the vaccination... You can't get the ventilator. Oh, <laughs> that's right here. We're not gonna help you breathe. Yeah, <laughs> well, you don't, you don't, well, you don't believe in the
0: science. You yeah. don't believe no. in it.
2: No. Yeah. Then, then what you need this scientific uh, ventilator for? <laughs> that's exactly. I'm yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah exactly.
5: You know, I, I've lost four friends, man, four good dudes to COVID. Really, that I didn't that, know that, that,
3: that
5: that 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 impacted me because I was. I was scared. Mm -hmm. These dudes was not no bad dudes. These were dudes that I looked up to, and they gone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm getting vaccinated. It it touched my life if I'm getting vaccinated. Yeah,
4: yeah. All right, guys, thank you. Uh, Coming up next, it is The Nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening
3: to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject: I'm getting played by an old man. Mm, we'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff?
1: Well, surely there's some heavy babies out there, you know.
4: Some heavy babies? Some ba- Did you
1: say? Yeah, some babies At out birth, there that's pretty, you that, pretty, pretty hefty. You know, baby, pretty baby. hefty. At
4: birth, baby can <laughs> be
5: inside.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're right. You're going? right.
1: Uh-huh. Baby weight, that's what weight. Yeah, baby weight. I'm going
0: in line.
1: What? No, you play no. too
0: much already. Wait. Just from the title, <laughs> that's what baby
1: weight. Okay, it's a heavy baby. Let's go, cat dog. Take a listen. Hello.
6: Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Trina, please.
9: Yeah, this is Trina.
6: Hey uh, Trina, my name is uh, Ernest Ernest Murphy down here at the bus barn with the uh, from the school district. Your son is is Devin, am I right?
9: Uh, yeah.
6: Okay, now he's in the is sixth that... grade, I think. I
9: Wait, think is everything rides... okay?
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is fine. I think he's on. He rides bus ninety, bus ninety three. Does he ride bus ninety three? Are you familiar me? Yeah. the bus number?
9: Uh, yeah, I, yeah, he does.
6: Okay, so now. The school board has implemented a new rule, and um, we're, we're having to call uh, a lot of parents and let them know about the new rule. Okay. Uh, for as far as the buses are concerned, now, from my understanding, each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than one hundred and twenty-five pounds. That's what the new rule that is implemented by the Wait, school board. Wait, w- so, what did you? Huh? What, what, can you say that again? I feel like just uh, missed uh, something. Each each child that gets on the bus has to weigh less than one hundred and twenty five pounds. I don't understand. I don't
9: understand. Can, can, so well, wait,
6: what's, okay, so what is what does that mean? So starting on Monday, starting on Monday, what they're gonna do is they're gonna the the bus driver will have a scale and he will weigh the kids what? before they get on. On the bus, I, I, I understand, man. But like I say, I'm calling, I'm calling every parent wait, that they Wait, what the? F- you they, said
9: you're gonna you're gonna weigh my child
6: before he gets on the bus? That's that's I, what the new rule. That's what the new rule. Is. if he's what? over 125, then he wait, he'll either have to walk or you'll have to take him to school.
9: Wait, you, no, wait, I have a job, okay? What? I have a job. I'm not gonna take my kid to school. That doesn't. I don't. I, that's what the bus is for. That's what I, my tax dollars pay for. Right. But what's, right. The, but, but but what's me, the reasoning, me, the rationale behind this?
6: Okay, let me tell you what's going on. From What they're saying uh, okay. is okay. that the, the weight of these children is wearing down these transmissions on this bus, on these buses. Okay, the is, transmission, the is, transmission cannot is, take all of that. that so that, they are limiting like, the weight of each child. That, so now how much does that... I think, one, huh? I think that's
9: discrimination. I think that's discrimination.
6: But is, there, is your son field. over? Is he over
9: 125
6: pounds? He okay. He is. He's okay. A, he's then, a then, tall kid. then "Then you're gonna you probably gonna have to take your son to school, or he gonna have to walk. <laughs> no, he I'm... probably he probably need to walk to school if he already 125 pounds." That is so rude. <laughs> what
9: the ass are you talking
7: about? Like,
6: seriously, uh, all I, uh, ma'am. <laughs> all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if your son is overweight uh, 125, you know, maybe the exercise are doing good, but like I said, the, the school board is been not been going to allow him on the bus. Well,
9: sir, I I will not accept this. I, who do I need to call? Is there a manager? Is there a city council member? I mean, this is seriously the most up discriminatory practice I've ever heard of. It doesn't even make
6: sense.
9: You're talking okay. about a child.
6: I understand, but we're talking about a child that weighs more than a grown person. You, your son Listen, is a heavy... I need
9: to get... What is your name, sir? Tell me your name again. My I'm name writing is this Ernest. My name is
6: Ernest. I'm down here at the bus barn.
9: I would like to speak with a supervisor, like, now. Okay. You, you do not get to speak to my, about my child that way. You don't get to speak to any kid that way. You should not be working at a school if that is your attitude. That is I'm not, I don't so, work
6: at the school. I work at the bus barn. I'm down here at the bus barn. And they gave me your number. evidently they're right. Because you're saying he's over 125 pounds.
9: I am in absolute shock. This is
6: so up to you. Like, okay. So do you have a fat a child? Really? I mean, do you have, excuse me, I'm sorry. Do you have a big child?
9: Listen, what my child looks like, how much he weighs is none of your business. I'm going to call the school. They can't be working with your company if this is the way that you treat people. And you talk about children this way? Like, how the hell does it matter with you?
6: I guess what they're doing is mm-hmm. this is the way of them approaching obesity. You know, let right. keep yeah keep to school. Whoever, whoever, over 125, let them walk. They might walk at all. Your son might. Listen,
9: meet. listen, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, okay? I have to work. My son is getting on that bus, and I'm going to call the school board and should not be working with you. We need another bus company. I don't know, but I'm calling the city. I will call whoever the f- they need to call. But you need to give me a supervisor's
6: name right now, right now. Do you like, think you need to start cooking different? So Devin don't have. Uh, you know, maybe maybe it starts at home with what f- you feed me.
9: You everybody you know I am calling your supervisor I'm calling the, the city I'm calling the school I am going to get you so fired like I can't even believe that you're allowed to make this call like are other parents okay with
6: this well, well, you. I'm, I'm, I'm calling. when you're on your way to work in the morning Trina do you listen to the Steve Harvey morning show oh my god
9: uh, yes I do <laughs>
6: This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning <gasps> Show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Nephew Tommy.
9: Your,
6: your cousin Vicky got me to prank phone call you, baby.
9: <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to kill her. Yeah. God. I mean, I was like, oh, my God. I love Steve Harvey. I love you. I wasn't going to have a heart attack. <laughs> Thank God.
6: You, you got to tell me this, baby. Trina, what is the baddest? And I mean the baddest radio show in the
1: land. Steve harvey's <laughs> come on man, Ooh. come on man. When you told her her son might need
3: to walk, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right.
1: she needs to cook
3: better. <laughs>
1: right? You tripped you just, it's just, I mean, it's just cook too healthier. much healthier. So baby, one twenty-five. The boy we here He's overweight right now. We got to get it down. Okay. A little it's walking going time on for this.
0: the school bus. Mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
1: there you have it that's my little dose of stupid this morning another dose of it i must say dose? Yeah. hitting it all morning yeah that's two scoops Harper, right there yeah par for the course all of that, See that? that's how you mm-hmm. that's what a triple bogey it, it ain't a, boy that's a birdie what did you talk about <laughs>
3: <What>? <laughs> Look at i'm you hitting
1: face. birdies <laughs> I'm hitting birdies in Jacksonville, Florida. The nephew is coming in November. You understand that? November, baby, the nephew is coming to town. The 12th and 13th of November, Jacksonville, Florida. The nephew shall be there. That's nephew Tommy and ignorant as friends, okay? That is at the Ramona Pavilion, okay? Never heard of that place, have you? But if you're in Jacksonville, you definitely know about it. It's the Ramona Pavilion Ballroom. Dayton, Ohio, that's November 20th at the Dayton, Ohio Convention Center. Saturday night, November the 20th, Stupid Your right. Uh,
5: Tommy, yeah. is it okay if,
1: um, I don't know if
5: this is great co-worker, um, you know, I don't know, protocol, but can I ask mm. his tickets? Can I get tickets?
0: Oh,
2: hell yeah. yeah. Carla do it all the time. Carla got filled mm-hmm. no, city. I, I
5: don't know how it go. Yeah. Oh, let me but tell you pumpkin? how it
0: go. Where you going now? Uh...
5: <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> That's Jacksonville, right. Jacksonville. I need to take Jacksonville. The, okay. the,
0: the, uh, I'm yeah, good. Just tell him what you need. Tommy
1: will take it.
2: Uh, okay. yeah. yeah. It would be nice, though, if when he told him where he was going to be in Jacksonville instead of hitting birdies, uh, we, we know I it miss was what a comedy seen. show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what else is offense to be doing? What else there is, we go. My bad. Right. Yes, <laughs>
2: nephew Tommy doing announcements. I
3: forgot. All right, we gotta go. Thank to you, nephew. Know <laughs> no Coming letter, up next, strawberry
4: letter subject: I'm getting played by an old man. We'll get into it right after this. You're
3: listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Time now for today's strawberry letter, and if you need advice on relationships. Dating, work, sex, parenting, and more. Please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours.
1: It Mm -hmm. could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter.
4: All right, thank you, nephew. Subject, I'm getting played by an old man. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 28-year-old divorced woman, and I fell on hard times during the pandemic. I got laid off, and then I got a bad case of COVID and had to move in with my father and stepmom. That's where I met my stepmom's 69-year-old brother, and he swept me off my feet. We started working out together, and we ran a marathon together. He started out giving me money for my hair and nails, and then he gave me a car to drive. My dad asked him why he was being so generous, and he said that he can only drive one car at a time, so he didn't mind. My dad warned me to watch out for him, but I was already attracted to this man and was ready to sleep with him. I told this man I was attracted to him, and he said that he'd been waiting to hear that because he had been attracted to me from the jump. We had sex in his car that day. It all happened quickly and I loved it. From that day on, he gave me money freely and he started sneaking over to my dad's house to be intimate with me while my dad and stepmom were at work. The more we had sex, the more I wanted to be with him. He said he would get me an apartment so we could stop having sex at my dad's house. Then, he abruptly stopped calling and coming to see me and he texted me and asked for his car back. I called him over a million times and he wouldn't answer. He texted again to tell me that he was with someone new and he's moving in with him. Wait, what? (laughs) And he's moving her in with him. He blocked my phone number after that. I was heartbroken and mad. He promised to get me an apartment and he played me. Should I give him an ultimatum to get the apartment or I'll tell my dad how he tricked me into falling for him? How do I handle this?
1: You almost told me the whole letter.
4: Uh, this was not an average 69 year old man. Let's just say that. Okay. You guys working out together. He You, you ran a marathon with him and, and he gives you money too. And all of this. Uh, he was a zaddy for real. What everybody calls zaddy for real. Okay. But you know, having said all that, you still need to let him go, get him out of your system and move on. I'm I'm guessing here, but because he stopped seeing you so abruptly, I think your father already found out what was going on between you two, and he probably threatened the man's life or something. Um, so you can't use the threat to tell your dad on him to get the apartment. He promised. That's over. It's over, okay? Yeah, he's foul for not telling you why, but as we've learned on this very show, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, men do not do closure. He's just moved on. Uh, There was a reason your dad didn't want you to date him in the first place, and his warning to you fell on deaf ears, so he probably went straight to the source. The older man, who you say swept you off your feet, his brother-in-law, his wife's brother. Uh, Whatever went down at that meeting, uh, this old guy decided it wasn't worth it to fight for you guys' relationship. He didn't want to have to fight your dad or anyone, so he hurried up, got with someone else, And that's just how I see it. I think you should forget him. You don't really miss him anyway. You just miss the money and the perks, the car and all that. And you miss the apartment he promised you. So just move on. Steve?
2: Well, well, well. (laughs) I got played by an old man is the subject. All right. Now, this 29-year-old divorced woman, listen to me carefully. Fell on hard times during the pandemic. Got laid off and then got a bad case of COVID. Had to move in with my father and the stepmom. That's why I met my stepmom's 69-year-old brother. And he swept me off my feet. Mm. Let me give you the facts back to you. You fell on hard times. And you got COVID. Yeah. You was already off your feet. (laughs) Easy to sweep somebody off their feet that's already off their feet. (laughs) So, see, you didn't get played. Mm. You misunderstood what was happening to you. (sighs) You did not get swept off your feet. You was already on the ground. All right? She doesn't that's, understand the assignment. That's the main part. We started working out together and we ran a marathon together.
4: Ooh, wait a minute, hold up. Wait, <laughs> 69, wait. that's what I said.
2: <laughs> wait, wait a minute, hold up. What? Uh-huh. You, you come out of COVID, start working out and run a marathon together. I'm assuming you don't know what a marathon is. <laughs> You must be talking about a 5K marathon or something like that. I know good in hell well your ass ain't come out of COVID and ran 26.2 damn miles. I mm. promise you, this ain't a real marathon.
4: No. She way. has a misunderstanding. I
2: promise you. Let girl, stop. <laughs> 69. And for my, uh he started giving me money for hand nails, and then he gave me a car to drive. I don't know why women get impressed when a man pays for your hand nails. I don't know why that's impressive to some women. Mm-hmm. It's just nails, right? <laughs> that's all it is.
0: Mortgage paid, you know, and
2: you got your hair <laughs> right. done. How often that happened? So I, y'all get impressed by a lot of little stuff. Now your dad. Asked the man, why was he being so generous? He said mm-hmm. he can only drive one car I'm mouth. Your dad warned you to watch out for him, but I was already attracted and I was ready to sleep with him. I'm going to stop right there. When I come back, I'm going to show you what happened right after that. All, all right. It's all good.
4: All right, hang on, hang on. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, I'm getting played by an old man. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, I'm getting played by an old man. All right, here's the
2: recap. I'm getting (laughs) played by an old man. 28-year-old divorced woman. Fell on hard times during the pandemic. Lost her job and got COVID. Had to move in with her daddy and her stepmom. She met the stepdaddy's 69 year old brother, stepmom. Hmm. Smet the stepmom's 69 mm-hmm. year old brother. She was attracted to him, and he came in and swept her off her feet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> People that's already down is a lot easier to sweep off their feet. All you got to do is scoop them up. <laughs> you was on the ground, you ain't working, and you got COVID. Now, you done met this 69-year-old man, y'all start working out together and ran a marathon. What? You know how long it take to get in shape to run a damn marathon? Little girl, you, you don't know me. what a marathon is, and you don't know what getting swept off your feet is. You just wrong on so many levels. And he gave you money for your hair and your nails, gave you a car to drive. Then your dad asked him why he was being so generous. He said he can only drive one car at a time. Your daddy know that. Your daddy warned me to watch out for him, but I was already attracted to this man and was ready to sleep with him. Mm -hmm. I told this man I was attracted to him, and he said he been waiting to hear that because he been attracted to me from the jump. Mm -hmm. Next line. We had sex in his car that day. Pump your brakes. That's an important thing. Because right now, if you 69 having sex in the car, I'm impressed. <laughs> oh, you're not impressed with the marathon, but you're impressed uh-uh. with sex in the car. <laughs> Uh-oh, damn that! Sixty-nine <laughs> having sex in that car. I'm impressed, <laughs> Lord. <I> got
3: skills <laughs> with the marathon. This okay.
2: man right here, damn that marathon.
3: Okay, I'm
4: just, skip um,
2: all that buying your hand nails. <laughs> y'all had sex that day in the car. It all happened quickly, and I loved it. From that day on, he gave me money freely, and he started sneaking over to my dad's house to be intimate with me me while my dad and stepmom were at work. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not impressed.
4: Oh, you're back to being not I'm impressed. I'm back to again. being
2: like not impressed now. you 69, sneaking over your brother in law's house to have sex with his daughter. I'm you with went you from on impressing me to unimpressing me. The more we had sex, the more I wanted to be with him. He said he would give me an apartment so we could stop having sex at my dad's house. An apartment for sex? Here we go. Again, I'm not impressed. (laughs) Back to that. I don't know why y'all keep getting excited about your hair, your nails, and apartment. And listen to me. He gave you a car to drive. I'm going to deal with that in a minute. Mm
3: -hmm. Then
2: all of a sudden, he abruptly stopped calling and coming to see me. He texted me and asked for his car back. I called him a million times. He wouldn't answer He texted me to tell me he was with somebody new. He's moving her in with him. He blocked my phone number after that. I was heartbroken and mad. He promised to get me an apartment and he played me. Should I give him an ultimatum to get the apartment or I'll tell my dad how he tricked me into falling for him? How do I handle it? First of all, let's back all this up. Number one, your father told you Mm -hmm. in the beginning, to watch out for him. Your father told you. Your father can't tell him what to do. He's 69. He probably older than your daddy. That's what was impressive about y'all having sex in the car. It's hard to (laughs) unfold your old ass after you've been in a car. (laughs) It's it's hard to... Not
0: unfold. It's hard to get
2: in them positions. You can't do like you want to. You're going to get cramps. Your legs going to lock up. There's a whole lot going wrong. Again, your daddy told you. Listen to me. He didn't play you. You played yourself. Here's another thing. When a man says he going to let you drive a car, but he don't buy you a car, Mm -hmm. that never works out. I've never seen that work out for a lady before. If a man is going to give you a car, then get you a car, put it in your name. Letting you drive it because the moment you ain't having sex no more, guess what he want? He want all his stuff back. All his stuff he gave you, don't have sex with him. And see, don't he ask for all his stuff back.
1: I want my car back Men there. don't
2: give you something for nothing. You got no commitment from this guy. Now, also, let me throw this at you, young sister. You didn't notice how thrilled he must have been to have this 28-year-old and he's 69. That's huh? impressive. What, Junior? That's impressive. Orange. Yeah, you didn't think that was impressive. Forty-three on your part. <sighs> no. Nope. So, lady, this is it. But let me listen to all you fellas is reading this letter. Don't take your sixty-nine year old ass out there in that driveway and try to climb in that car half sex. It ain't gonna work out for you. <laughs>
4: that's the moral of this story. Is it now? That's all, all right. this
2: letter about. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand coming up at 46 minutes after Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, it's Carla's reality update. But right now, Junior's in the building with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior?
5: You know, Shirley, last night I told y'all that the NBA (laughs) season kicked off. Look, mm-hmm. uh, um, well, two nights ago, but this, this is what's impressive to me is that that they players are not having this man. They're not. Everybody has to be a team right now. So Kyrie mm-hmm. Irving is not moving off his position. He still doesn't want to get vaccinated, but he still stands to make seventeen million. Is is this? How does this oh. work? I don't oh. know how this work. Like, how does this work? He still gets seventeen me.
4: To stay at the If house.
5: he do not play a game.
4: No wonder he's not worried about it. But he's out just, there
2: playing football.
4: It doesn't make sense.
5: No, it, it do not make could sense. He hurt
2: himself mm-hmm. playing football for free.
5: Ah, I don't get it. I just don't understand. But you know, 17 minutes. But then and then also, now this, <laughs> you know, Ben Simmons, who plays for the Philadelphia 76ers, did not have any contact with the 76ers. None of the offseason showed up last Sunday for practice then he got put out of practice by Doc Rivers and then he was suspended for the first game now he didn't already lost 1.4 million just for that he'd already lost 1.4 million all right now Joel Embiid pretty much tired of him because he said I don't get paid to babysit other players that's pretty much what Ben Simmons said I'm not babysitting him. I get That's paid to produce. B. Yeah, Joel Biza, said I get paid to produce on the court. Wins. That's what I get paid to do. I'm not here to get paid to babysit an NBA player, which is Ben Simmons is who he's talking about. I, I feel what Ben's saying because th- this is about a team, man. Everybody got to have one mission and one goal. And if you, you not trying to be a part of it, I'm not looking out for you. So you, we clearly know they ain't friends off the court
2: because your friend wouldn't do you like this. To me, some money is usually better than no money. What does
5: that mean?
2: Just like I learned all money ain't good money. Mm-hmm. I've taken some deals where I wasn't really happy with the, the amount I was getting paid for my services. But if I don't do this deal, I'll get no money and I'll provide no services. Mm-hmm. That's pure ignorance to me. Mm-hmm because i remember there was a time when i was offered zero for nothing i did i do too so i mean to me i i I would do that i i'm I'm just you know you're trying to i think that kyrie's problem is he's trying to be a martyr Mm -hmm. and you're not going to be colin kaepernick because what you're standing up for doesn't make any damn sense to the average person listening to this Right. This ain't a cause standing up for food. All right.
4: We got to get out of here. Thank you, Junior. Thank you, Steve. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Right before we get to Carla's reality update, Steve, you had one more thing to say about the vaccine. Well, and Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving. Here's uh-huh. what
2: this brother does not understand and I wish I could get to him and share some information with him. If you don't get back to playing basketball, your, your stock in the NBA is going to be diminished. Because you, I want you to know something. Kyrie missed 48% of the games last year in Brooklyn. That's damn near half. That is, he did not play say. 48% of the time. Some of it was due to injury. A lot of it was because he didn't feel like, you know, he got mental things he right. dealing with. That's nothing to play with. Mental issues are real, but whatever the case. Now, that's league-wide known. So, Philadelphia can't have you in the, I mean, Brooklyn can't have you in this locker room with this mess. Joel Embiid just said what he said, all he said. So, I mean, I mean about Ben Simmons. But Brooklyn can't have you in that locker room if you're Can not going to play him? all the games. Your Value is diminishing even in a trade. You will never, ever make this money again, and you'll never be able to recoup this money again. Example, Antonio Brown. man, One day away from holding off in Oakland, and he would have got $30 million. Yep. Today, Antonio Brown plays for a little bit over a million dollars a year. Once they label you as trouble, you got to pay your way back into these leagues now. These are businessmen we're dealing with, and that's a problem this young man is going to face. Kyrie Irving can go nowhere to make this kind of money. Nowhere. Anybody finna hire you nowhere. Home Depot don't want these problems. i come to work, but I ain't
0: feeling good today. The vaccine mandate is at all companies. I mean, you know, it it is what
5: it is. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, hold on to your hats. It's that time. It's for Carla's reality update.
4: Coming in hot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I just got one thing to say. One reality show to talk about if I have time real quick. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the reunion show. Did you see it, Shirley? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, Dorit needs to be fired. The way she yeah. talked to Garcelle during that reunion special, and she raised her voice and her tone, and Garcelle handled it like the black queen that she is. She sat is she there the and handled it with class yeah. and dignity. But baby... <laughs> When she raised her voice, let me finish, Garcelle. You know there I'd have been go. sitting on the other side of the couch. Who are you talking to? Uh-huh. <laughs> Who are you talking
2: There's to? There's a Watch. time when being the black queen is not appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: You a lot of people on. wanted Garcelle to just handle yeah, it. They yeah, they wanted her
0: to go in on it. But she, she handled it her way. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, that was her way. So there you go. So, Dorit, I want her gone. I did not like her tone. I really didn't. And then Lisa Renna, she's full of it too, but she tried to play it off at the end and run over to the couch and hug her because I think she realized that her behavior was going to catch up and she was going to probably get a little backlash too. So that's Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. All right, we got a little time. We could talk about Potomac, Real Housewives of Potomac. All right, so they go, they're still on this good vibes only trip. There are no good vibes happening on this (laughs) trip. They go to a public restaurant Mm -hmm. things get ugly at the restaurant. Candace goes off again. She gets into it with Ashley. Her husband, Chris, I didn't like the way he grabbed her and tried to get her to to calm down (laughs) monica's like whatever (laughs) she she needed to be checked but she just kind of you know candace just needs to stop reacting to everything and i think Mm -hmm. that's what her husband was trying to tell her to just kind of chill out and just let some things happen you don't have to react to everything so we will see and i'm not mad at giselle and robin for going to get a hotel. Ain't nobody sharing no bathroom with men they don't know in a <laughs> house. So I, I'm, I'm with Giselle and Robin on that. So that's Reality Update. You can follow me at Lips by Carla. We can keep the conversation going. What you got, Shirley girl?
4: Alright, thanks, Carla. Coming up at 20 minutes after, the Duke of Ottingham uh, pays us a visit to talk about the Queen. We'll get into it right after this.
3: You're listening, listening to the listening, Steve Harvey listening. Morning Show.
4: So the Duke of Ottingham is here. There he is. Yes, I
1: yes, 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 yes.
2: Thank you for having me. Wonderful to be here. <laughs> Such a wonderful thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been quite a while,
4: though. You're I'm, welcome to. So thank
2: you so much. Duke. Thomas, how are you? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Young Care.
4: Yes, sir. Madam Carla, Madam <laughs>
2: Shelley, Madam Mississippi. Madam Mississippi.
4: Happy All to right. be here. What's
2: going on? What
4: got I do for you mates? Well, I mean, we called you on because we did want to ask you if everything's okay with the Queen over there. Um, she has reluctantly canceled a trip to Northern Ireland due to uh, advice she got from her medical doctors.
2: Yes, about, yes, how, how yes. yes of course. Let me clear something know. up. We're not going to Ireland. Too much mm-hmm. fighting, drinking. <laughs> We're English people, We're just damn about Ireland, to be honest with you. Straight up and keeping it 100, as they say. No need for us to go to Ireland and run the risk of hanging out with those people and they drinking. We're gonna stay right here, right around in the car and wave at the people. That's all the Queen is going to do. We're not going to Ireland. We just made up a medical report that's thing, the Queen is actually fine.
0: Oh, the queen is good, okay. Okay, here, Duke.
2: We're yeah, not because- going over there. We're not making the annual St. Patrick's Day trip. There is no such <laughs> thing as a leprechaun. We have plenty of money. <laughs> Pot of gold, my ass. We
3: ain't got <laughs> money inside the. Cup. Thank you, Duke. Thank you. We'll have more of Steve's
4: show. Thirty-three Ta-ta. minutes after, right Ta-ta. after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go, guys. This morning's version of Would You Rather. We're just going to jump right in. Uh, here's a question for you: Would you rather have friends who are way more attractive than you, or would you? No, or would you rather have friends listen, or would you rather have friends way more intelligent than you? B. B.
1: B. B.
2: B.
4: B. B. Way more intelligent. Way more Matter intelligent. of fact,
2: I don't. I don't like attractive
1: friends. <laughs> what what he is, he is he you in this <laughs> ugly cute thing, man? You what can is count that? on ugly people.
5: Why do you think I hang with you and Uncle Steve? <laughs>
2: Yeah, you don't <laughs> never notice that.
1: They reliable, I'm a, I'm, Steve. Uh, oh god.
5: Duh, I, okay. I had no problem taking Uncle um, Steve's call or your call. We we
2: all the same. Hey nephew Tommy, let me ask you something. Yes. You okay. have a lot of attractive friends, don't you? Yeah, I mean yeah. Because yeah. you the ugly one. <laughs>
5: hey, they don't know you in. What is that? You hey. ain't see it. <laughs> I'm with the I'm damn. the, damn, the dog. I'm
1: the intelligent one. <laughs> That's where we all know the mistake has been. No.
5: You ain't the inte- you the most if You're reliable.
2: the intelligent one. Woo! All right. What's
4: the we're, next one? We're moving on. Would you rather always have a strand of hair stuck in your mouth or would you always rather have a a, a rock stuck in your shoe? So, hair in your mouth all the time, or rock I in take your that. shoe off? the
1: No, give me mouth. that rock in the shoe. Uh-uh, not Man, in my nah, mouth. Boy, I
5: gotta walk. Give me the hand in my
1: mouth. Mm-hmm. You rather yeah, have a hair
4: course.
5: in your mouth? Yeah, because I can I take a toothpick and get it out.
1: <laughs> you can reach your hand in that shoe and take that damn stone out. Well, it's
5: gonna be another I'd so rather have a hair
2: in the mouth because mm-hmm. sometimes that could be a memory.
7: <laughs>
2: you, know how much, you
1: know how much hocking yeah. you going to be doing? I
2: don't care, but sometimes that could be a but very
3: fond But that's a bit of feeling, memory. ain't it? <laughs> ain't nobody had
5: no memory about
2: yeah. a rocking the shoe. Hell no, ain't no good-ass <laughs> memory about that. And boy, you must around, let that rock work its way up into the front of that shoe and get off to the side, be sitting on top of that baby toe. Woo! Oh, <laughs> that's a real pain.
4: <laughs> you got to go down them steps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you brought I the baby shit. toe in, yeah. yeah. Ouch.
3: <laughs>
4: all right, here's another one. Would you rather have sex with someone who screams all the time or have sex mm. with someone that doesn't make a sound? Hey.
1: Hey, uh, hey. I, get, I
2: get the hobby.
4: Hey.
1: Yeah. Everybody. We get all, all me
2: Boost my ego. Yeah. Yeah, please. <laughs> make me think I'm something even if I ain't. <laughs> Say my
4: name. Yeah. <laughs> Be too much. so no silence man. is not an option for yeah. you guys. We got tube
2: socks, we got yeah. pillowcases, we got nah. quilts, we got comfort. We can work with all this, Holly.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, we Quilt? can tone it What's down, or, Get to we them. can turn it up or tone it down. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. yeah.
2: It can work, yeah. Be a make it you stop. That. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's what does. But you over there, sweat rolling off your head, and ain't nobody saying nothing. You just. <laughs> <laughs> I might yeah, want to turn just the on TV on? All <laughs> right.
4: We'll be back to close out the show at 49 minutes after the hour. And, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Here we are. Our last break of the day on this Thursday. This week. Yeah. Flying by to me. Man, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. October is flying by. Yeah. yeah. No, the year. Definitely- yeah,
0: <laughs> true.
2: That's because you enjoy your job. Oh, I had a job at Ford. My year was dragging. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, just June. A dragging
0: jobs, you're right. Man, <laughs> it's just what oh. June. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: And then
5: when you're ugly, it you go by fast anyway. <laughs> oh, to Tommy, stop! You oh, see gosh. Tommy throw his that's arms up Tommy
4: in the air t- he not, like this I mean, again? Man, i just get tired
5: of him coming here thinking he. Oh, then was his did, arms? Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
5: What did you did See
4: you, you didn't they know that. I
3: thought
2: it they was get... his hands, my bad. No.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> What's wrong with my arm? Look, ain't nothing wrong with that. Do it again.
0: Do it again. Lean back on the chair
2: Man, it. just oh, ain't I'm telling you right me. now, that doctor you gotta do great work. Shut up. Up, man. <laughs> when you hold your arms up and they still in the frame. <laughs> yeah. He's done.
1: Your doctor do great work though.
4: <laughs> get you that I'm done.
1: I'm done with y'all today, man. <laughs> oh, all man.
4: right. <laughs> Ready for your
2: closing, Steve? Yeah, here we go. Here's my closing remarks. I was reminded of something my father used to say to me all the time. He said, son, if somebody always got to tell you what they do and who they are, it probably ain't true. What? If somebody always got to tell you who they are and what they do, it's probably not true. And you know something, as I've gotten older, and I think back on things my father said to me, man, that just rings so true, man. And you got to be aware of people in your circle, people that's in your life, that's always wanting credit. Especially, man, if you find yourself in a position to pass it out and you overlook them. Oh, my goodness. Have you ever done that? Have you ever taken the time out to give God the glory? I mean, just really sit up and go, man. I want to thank the Lord for just for just keeping me, for making me, for giving me this life, for for allowing me to live the way I live, Heavenly Father. That is so much greater than where I was. And somebody heard you say it, and then wanted credit for that. That that's amazing, man. I've seen it all cause I've been around a long time. So what I'm saying to everybody is, know who in your life deserves real credit. And the one person that you can constantly count on in that is God. God really does deserve the real credit. And anybody trying to take it outside of that is really just asking for something they really don't even deserve. Because when they get through trying to take credit in your life for what they want to take credit for, who gave them the power? Who gave them the position? Who gave them the ability to wake up in the morning? That same God that wakes you up in the morning, you know, did have to wake them up. But they so busy getting credit, they don't give credit back to God for even waking them up. They want to constantly come around in your circle and and take credit for this and that. Listen, y'all, be aware of that get stronger in your relationship with God that don't mean you got to go to a certain church or a certain building you can start developing a relationship with God with where you are right now he does not require you to wait to Sunday to put on a certain type of clothes and walk in a certain door that's not a requirement now is going to church and temples and halls good for you yeah of course it's always good to fellowship with like-minded people. That, that they, It talks about that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking that at all. But listen to me, don't wait until then. Don't put off to Sunday what you can easily do today. You can have a conversation with God today. Well, Steve, I don't really know how to pray. You know how to talk, don't you? That's all it is. It's a word of an exchange. Here's a suggested way to pray. Before you ask God for anything, how about if you just start with thanking him? Just start by thanking him for all the things he's done for you. That's not hard to come up with. That's how you really go. You know, it's really hard to ask people for something without having thanked them for what they've done. Like I use the analogy all the time, if a person came by your house every morning and just asked you for a cup of sugar, and you don't really know what it's for, but you cool person, so you just give them a cup of sugar. They take the sugar and they just turn around and walk away. And they come back the next day and they ask you for another cup of sugar. And you don't really know what's going on, but you trying to help this person because maybe they need it. You pour them another cup of sugar. But as soon as you give them the sugar, they just turn around and walk away. How many days could this person come back to your house without you saying, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, man, every time I give you this sugar, you just take it and walk it away. You don't have the manners to say thank you. Or how many times would be forget, hey, man, hey, 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 what you doing with all this sugar? But the real problem is you don't like doing stuff for people, and they don't have no sense of gratitude for it. It just bothers you. Well, you're lucky God ain't like that, because God lets you come all the time without ever saying thank you and just honors your request anyway. He wakes you up every day, and without you ever having to say thank you, he said, I'm going to just do it for you because you don't know no better. But if you would change that one thing and just start thanking him for the small things, the more gratitude you show to God, the more things he will give you to have gratitude for. That's a principle of success. Stop worrying about what other people think and start wondering what God might think. Start by thanking him. That's how you open your prayer. And then right after you thank him, tell him what you want. Ask, believe, and receive. That's how the prayer works. Y'all have a great day. See y'all tomorrow, God willing. And tomorrow, here's my promise to you. If you wake me up, I'm going to be ignorant tomorrow.
1: Come on, boy. Nice. What's up? I promise you that.
4: Bye.